But honestly, I'm just going to cut it up. I'm just going to cut it up and throw it in there. I think that I introduced CES. To shreds, you say? Welcome back to Active Discourse, the multi-platform technology podcast. We had just gotten done recording the Galaxy S21 episode, and we went long talking about certain things, and here we go. So, CES is a thing. Uh, that's... I, it's it's a big thing. Suppo- well, it's supposed to be. It was a little bit bigger last year. I... I remember us talking about uh, CES last year. Yeah, didn't we have a whole episode, or was it just part of yeah, one? Yeah, it was a whole episode dedicated to CES, and you know, it's a it's a big deal. It was a bigger deal last year. I was editing this episode last year on uh, the plane to Chicago, and while we were in Chicago, the first phrase "coronavirus" uh, hit the news. And yeah, Yuri, because we're a year, we're about to hit some year anniversaries of coronavirus taking over our lives. So <laughs> that's fantastic! Yeah. Wow, let's all celebrate that. Yes, yes. and so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of coronavirus, Razor had something to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna leave a link in the show notes for uh, the Verge's recap of. Uh, of CES in 2021 because it's all virtual this year. Um, it's not normal this year. Last year it was normal. This year it's not. And um, their recap was really quite good. And one of the things that they talk about in that is a mask a that you can wear out in public that is different than most masks that you see today. And that what makes that different is the fact that it is made out of plastic. And so you can it's set, it's transparent so you can see the person's mouth moving. Um, and there are filters built into it that allow you to fill, obviously allow it to filter the air, but there's also microphones built into it and there's led lights built into it. And I just cannot help but think it would be amazing if, uh, the microphones and speakers built into it could have a live effect applied to your voice so that you could sound like Bane or you could sound like Darth Vader or whatever famous masked character you want to sound like. (laughs) You know, that's the future, and it's just a bummer that it took a worldwide pandemic to get us there. (laughs) Right. This this brings us right to the space age. We're all going to need masks in the space age. These, Mm. These folks protesting masks probably can't go to space. Maybe that's a good thing. We can all just live in Earth yeah. and so, we can go to space. Yeah, so this thing looks pretty <laughs> cool, and it's a it's got some cool features like yeah. that. Um, it's also, it's got like this case that you put it in that's like uh, UV curing, so it uh, cleanses it while you put it in the case. That case is, looks so. huge. Yeah, it's like a full briefcase. Yeah, I, I just hope that, you know, there's all-day battery life on this thing at least because, I mean, if you have to carry that thing around you, it's... This thing's just a fascinating concept in and of itself. It's just such a cool, fascinating concept, uh, but I can't imagine. We could do half a show on that yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine wearing it in public. That would just be ridiculous. Um, the lights as well. I don't think we talked much about the lights, but you can customize the lights to uh, light up however you want because, you know, it is made by Razor. <laughs> well, of course, it's Razor. Yeah. I don't think they're capable of making a product that doesn't have RGB all over exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So something else that happened interesting at CES this year is uh, LG talked about a rolling phone. They showed a concept and they did indicate that this concept will be released in some way, shape, or form this year. Maybe not exactly like this, but somehow. Um, Again, 
I highly recommend watching this uh, Verge video because of the fact that they demonstrate this as well. So before the, uh, CES this year, I didn't really look into a rolling phone. I always thought that uh, a rolling phone was kind of like a scroll. And I thought that the scroll was just such a strange idea for a phone. I, I don't want to have a scroll phone. I don't want to, you know, pull it out like a map and, you know, look at my text messages as if it's on a map. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. Um, but it's not that, you know, that's what came to my mind. But maybe that's just a, a fault in my brain. Uh, as is many things. I don't think so. That's the first <laughs> thing I think of too. Or or I think of it like um the projector screens on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like an interesting idea. And that's kind of how uh uh rollable TVs have been portrayed. So but anyway, mm-hmm. a rolling phone is a very different phone. Um instead of thinking about it like a rolling phone, just think about it like a phone that expands to a larger size. Um so the demonstration that they gave is literally just you're starting to watch a video that's a square video and the screen just the the phone literally expands itself there's it's as if like one half of the phone just opens up and, and a whole new world appears and this phone is bigger and you now have a square phone instead of a rectangular phone it's really fascinating that i think is a very interesting future foldables i think are very interesting um but they have a lot of caveats specifically with the whole uh uh, I don't know if it's avoidable to get the the crease down the middle, and that is probably fine in the long run. But I don't know; I I might be annoyed with it. So, what are your things on? What's you? What do you think about a phone that can just expand into whatever size it wants to be? I really liked how it looked. It was super slick. Yeah. Um, and because the rolling happens internally, so um, I guess I don't know. It must be easier on the material than than actually folding because rolling is a little more gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I do wonder about durability, but uh, I think rolling seems really cool. And it was, yeah, it was like it was, it had these rails on the outside of the phone where you, where you would hold it. And those rails kind of move away from each other. And that's kind of what it's, it's almost like, um, it's almost like, the uh controllers that you can get for like a phone like the razor mm-hmm. kishi mm-hmm. you know yep. where you pull it apart and there's that band in the middle and it expands for whatever size phone yeah it's kind of like that except there's a screen connected to both ends yeah so Sweet. really cool and uh this is the kind of stuff that i want to see uh from phone manufacturers is just new form factors and new new takes on on flat devices just give us something interesting yeah that's i do think that that is a surprising difference that i would not have expected so i am curious to see how that evolves so i don't know it it, and maybe that's exactly what lg needs maybe that's exactly what (laughs) lg needs so and maybe lg is what we need maybe maybe (laughs) i'm i think that lg is releasing either a phone in february or march and so that'll be on my mind to see whether or not they incorporate something like that or a folding phone by then so the s21 uh was quite an in-depth episode as i had expected honestly and just kind of on the fly we decided that we wanted to split out certain sections of the episode into uh its own piece so we're going to talk about the accessories in this part of the episode because it's too good to throw away and uh, we want to keep that here. So um, here's our conversation about the S21 accessories. 
rounding out um, the uh, S20, S21 is the accessories. Do you have any strong opinions about the Galaxy Buds Pro? No, I I don't have them, and I don't really have uh, motivation to get them. Cool. So okay. I've heard good things about them, but uh, I I don't see myself owning them really at all. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the S Pen, I I want I'm jumping around here a little bit, but um the the lack of the charging blocks or wired headphones I think is just. A little comical just because it's so Samsung to do this, which is they see they mock Apple for a thing, you know, removing of the headphone jack. And then in which case they p- make a whole marketing campaign to say, ha ha, we still have our headphone jack. And yeah. then in which case, like a year or two later, they remove it. You know, exact same thing here. Um, not a surprise at all that they removed the headphone jack. I'm not necessarily defending the loss of things per se, because, you know, getting less in the box is technically more expensive but i mean let's also be a little real here personally i have several uh, wired apple headphones just kind of all around i have two lightning headphones that i kind of use on a day-to-day basis just based off of where i'm sitting at my desk um or around the house and then i also have an analog set of headphones that are just sitting around and overall i use them but if i kept on getting new ones every single phone i get like i haven't gotten new ones at least this generation and I don't need any more. Um, and the lack of the block is not really that big of a deal either. I'm more upset that Apple mismanaged their timeline on this by, you know, not providing a USB-C block many years in advance. And then in which case they just remove it and then they put a USB-C cable in there, which makes zero sense. The lack of a USB-A block is totally fine by me because I don't need any more garbage essentially with uh, USB-A blocks on them. Yeah, well, excuse me. In my household, we call those butts. <laughs> and uh, I'm curious to know this green initiative. Uh, your your note on the green initiative. What's your thoughts on that? Well, so it's going right along with that. So, I mean, yeah, no one no one was shocked when Samsung followed Apple after mocking them. That's just hilarious and entirely too predictable. So this whole thing with removing the chargers and the blocks and everything like it's a load of crap that it's a green initiative it's going to do very little to help the environment but it has the potential to be very profitable for these companies and i'm all for saving the environment uh go green new deal but using it as an excuse to remove a long boxed item which i know for sure consumers will buy more of anyway from them that's not cool I think it's a load of crap for them to say that this is for the environment. I think, you know, if I, I do feel very much a similar way that I don't necessarily want Apple or Samsung to necessarily profit from me buying their block instead of them giving it to me for free. Honest to God, going forward, I'm not going to be buying Apple chargers that are not provided to me in the box. Like every single Apple charging device, every single Apple cord that I have is not is either provided to me directly by Apple in the boxes that I had, or uh, I just have an off-brand. Um, I I specifically all the other blocks that I've specifically bought in are more feature packed. They all have more ports than a single one, and uh, almost all of them are from a different company, like Anchor. Um, I, I think I have a few from Aki. Yeah, here, here here's a little wrinkle in that. Sure. For Apple, it's 
maybe not as big of a deal as it is for Android because Android manufacturers all seem to have competing technologies for fast charging. Yeah. Yeah, that's not so good. So there's there's 15 watt fast charging. There's 25 watt fast charging. There's 45 watt fast charging, whatever there is now. And those all rely on those charging blocks. And <laughs> if those butts don't have the compatible wattage for your fast charging, yeah. you're not going to get your fast charging. It actually was an issue for uh, Apple charging blocks as well, because I think, so the MagSafe, by the way, that's a new feature that we haven't really talked too much about since it was since it was released but um it can do 15 watt fast charging however apple's old i think they had an old 18 watt charging block or something like that it was it was some older block from several years ago that they actually discontinued i think one or two years ago now and um for whatever reason if people still had those around because you know charging blocks last for a long time um People got their MagSafe, which doesn't come with a charging block, and they're like, "Oh, hey, well, I have a USB-C, a USB-C block, and I'm going to use that." You know, it's it's 18 watts. That should work. It, it outputs 15, and it doesn't. Um, and that is a competing standard within Apple's own ecosystem that they kind of got in hot water for uh, back in the fall because you know it's electricity is complicated essentially, which is the reason why it boiled down to. But it doesn't change the fact that these blocks are weird. <laughs> <laughs> they're really weird yeah. especially when you get into higher uh voltage and uh speed so but 100 percent. i mean i i i hope that with um people being needing to being more cognizant of the compatibility i'm hopeful that convinces samsung and lg and motorola oneplus to possibly adhere to a more universal standard that should exist um, I think it exists because I think that's what Apple uses for uh, the iPads and MacBooks, but I don't know. I don't know enough. Man, about it that. doesn't help that USB is just a very confusing spec. Have Addy. you ever actually oh, looked yeah. into like the the spec and the the group that names this thing? Like, it's ridiculous because it was like originally like USB three point one gen one oh my and, god but they yeah. they have now renamed all of them oh my god so it's yeah. like usb 3.1 gen one is now usb 3.0 version two or some crap it's so confusing it really is yeah i i they announced that i think like february last year or so and i i spent some time trying to get my head around what the hell they actually are calling st- things in the usb 3 space at least going forward in four when USB 4 actually does start to permeate, at least anything that's with USB 4 has to have a USB-C block or a USB-C input slash output. It can't be USB 4 unless it has the C connector. And Uh at least we can finally get a little bit closer to uniformity with that. But (laughs) just all I'm asking is just tighten it up. Just tighten it up. It's it's wild, especially when you throw in the fact that Thunderbolt 3 and Thunderbolt 4 all use the USB-C connector. It's just absurd. Um, so here's... Right. I, I, I'm, this this episode's going to be split out into its own little uh, sub-bonus section, so um, I'm just going to continue on with this because this is a lot of fun. Um, so a couple months back, I bought a USB 3.1 cable because um 
Big Sur, uh, no, uh, I got Catalina on my uh, Mac, on my Mac, and I wanted to try the uh, um, screen sharing feature in Catalina and iOS 13 slash 14. And so I had to get a USB-C to USB-C cable for my iPad that would then connect to my Mac. And fascinating enough, I have a few Thunderbolt only devices. I have a Thunderbolt enclosure that is Thunderbolt only. Thunderbolt should be incompatible with USB 3.1 or 3.2. And yet when I use the USB-C cable that I got, which I believe is only a USB-C, I don't believe it's a Thunderbolt cable, it worked and it worked great. And I don't know why. <laughs> like, Okay, and the fact that you say that you don't think it's Thunderbolt, the fact that you even have to say that is absurd. Right, right. Like, we should be able to know, is this Thunderbolt or is it not? Yeah. The fact that it's a USB-C connector, which just only describes the shape of the connector, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that there's this whole other separate technical aspect of what transfers in the cable is just beyond stupid. Because the, the Android Auto... Th- has the same thing like with my phone it, i can connect my phone to my car using a USB-C cable but since that's just the connector type if it's not transferring the right kind of data android auto is not going to work it's not going to detect it <laughs> at all so i need to know what kind of cable it is even like if just because it plugs in does yeah. not mean it's going to work and that is just the dumbest thing <laughs> yeah you can't you can't tell the difference between the USB 3.1 port that I have and the variety of Thunderbolt port cables that I've... Sorry, you can't see the difference between the USB 3.1C cable that I have, <laughs> and the naming is just insane, um, and the Thunderbolt 3 cables that I have as well. Like, all the cables look identical, and I oh, more or man. less have just memorized. I think that each of them do have a very small, like, little Thunderbolt icon on the end, because I think they're at least certified cables, but uh-huh. God forbid you buy, like, a generic Thunderbolt cable, and it just gets mixed in with all your other cables out there. God, it's nuts. Oh, man, it's it's so hard to even follow this conversation. It really is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, long story short, um, USB-C is complicated, and I guess I can, you know, now that we've gotten through the end of this conversation, I can see why it took Apple so long to migrate to USB-C for, you know, various different devices, but whatever. Um, Real quick, what do you think about the accessories? So S Pen, um, S Pen Pro for the S21 Ultra that requires a case. Yeah, you're not going to get all of the S Pen features. You're the note isn't is what's called an active user of the pen so like you can take the pen out and just start writing on the screen when the screen is off you're not going to be able to do that with the s21 i do wonder whether or not the s pen pro gives you that feature but they didn't really the recap that i saw didn't really talk too much about it but i don't know yeah i i missed out on catching everything about the s pen pro uh, all I know about it is the current S pens. So as of now, you're you're not getting anything like you would with the Note. Um, yeah. I would expect that the phone would have to have that technology. Um, well, it it has to have that technology to make it mm-hmm. uh, an active user of the S Pen. Right now, it's all passive. So I don't know if that's a limitation inherent to the S twenty one models or if it's there, but it just needs another. S Pen 
that works with it. I I would I don't yeah. know. I would have thought they made it compatible with the current Note way, but who knows? Yeah, I don't really quite like the the case that it goes in. Um, and then you know the passive Note, the pa- sorry, the passive S Pen. I you know I don't know. I don't know what the point is of that. That. I don't know if you want the S Pen at this point, get the Note. I think that there's a strong chance that the Note still remains in existence through. Or... I think they're gonna at least do one more. I think so, right? I I think what they're doing is doing a slow transition. I don't think they're just gonna mm-hmm. take it away. Right, right. I think they're maybe slowly kind of merging the Note into the the S series because they want the the Z series, the foldables, to be what the note yeah. was yeah yeah true very true um okay so that's accessories that's kind of a high level overview of the s21 